Welcome to the podcast where the topics are made up and the points don't matter. Welcome to AU Radio. With us this week, we kind of have a little bit different staff. Um, sitting in for Corey this week, we got Brendan. Hello. And of course, we have our Comics Corner expert, George. Hello. Our international man of mystery, Ian. Hello. <laughs> Travis. Hello. Sitting in for Katie this week, we have Sarah. Hello. And sitting in for Jason this week, we have Jason. Hi, Captain. <laughs> and of course, I'm your plucky sidekick, Donnie. This is episode 61, Who, What, When, Where, and Why. Ah. How y'all doing this Those week? Those are all good questions. Good. Right? Really good. So Filled with W's. Right? What about how? Did we get that? Shut up, Ian. Oh, <laughs> ruin it, Ian. So, like I said, uh, Brendan's sitting in for Corey. Corey's dealing with some medical issues this week, so he couldn't make it. And Katie's out this week because she's dealing with her issues. So. School. 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 Finals. Yeah. <laughs> Important thing. A worthwhile issue. Yeah. So, good luck, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's everybody's uh, week been? I heard she aced her Spanish final, so yeah. that's good. That's good. <laughs> and, and, and going for her art degree, I'm sure that will be useful somewhere yeah. down the line. They, they have art in Spain. It's useful here. <laughs> they do. You're right, Ian. <laughs> it's not just us. That's right. Yep. So we don't been, have the market. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's fair. What you got, Donnie? So it's been kind of an interesting week. It's actually been a little slow for comic news, but we do have a few big stories that came out over the week. Um, The Chris Hardwick debacle is still going on. As we mentioned last week, we had an executive producer and five members of the show walk out. Over the weekend this weekend, um, the Nerdist quietly re-added all of his content back to to their site. So, And apparently they didn't even let him know. It just showed back up again. Uh, how long are we going to drag it, this whole thing it's, out? Um, it's got to be coming to an end soon. And speaking yeah. of coming to an end soon, um, they announced yesterday or later or earlier this morning, James Gunn. They will not be using him as a director, but they will be using his plot. So mm-hmm. That well, was a fun back and forth. Right? Yeah. And so we'll see where he goes from here. And at least they're going to be using his script. Hopefully that'll be enough to keep the original cast from walking out on it. Um Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth will not be returning for Star Trek Four. Hmm. Um, apparently, it was going to be a time travel thing, so they were going to bring Chris Hemsworth back due to the abysmal box office receipts of Star Trek Three. They slashed the budget, and since those two are making the big superhero money right now, they're like, we don't want to do it. So, I can see them writing Chris Hemsworth out. That can be a re- you can work around that, but Chris Pine as Kirk not coming back. I yeah. don't know how they're right. Have they said if they're just going to write the character out, or they haven't? They're oh. scrambling right now, okay. trying to figure out what they're going to do because huh. they, they asked Chris Pine to take a significant pay cut to, in order to make the movie, right. and he's like, uh, "I'm in Wonder Woman. I don't need this." Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> um, some other news: hmm. Tom Cruise has said he will do Green Lantern if they change one major <laughs> plot point in the movie. So did he specify what it was? Yes. Um, really? if, do you want to hear it? Because yes. it's yes. a major spoiler to the movie. Well, if if it doesn't happen, it, I want to hear it so badly. So basically, so Hal Jordan is supposed to die in the movie. It's a spoiler, right? So fast it's forward. A, yeah, I don't want to. Well, yeah. it's a little late. Now. It's too late. <laughs> so, so Hal Jordan is supposed to die in the Green Lantern movie, and he doesn't want that to happen because he wants to come back. Uh, well, he's. It's, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. He's died so many times. Right. Like it's, Has it's, Tom Cruise ever read a comic book? I don't know. <laughs> so, Has Tom I Cruise think we talked read? about this uh, last week. He says he doesn't watch movies at all. Yeah. 
And, yeah. and, and did we talk about him? He didn't realize that there was porn on the internet. Yes, I saw that interview. What the <laughs> hell? That's what the internet is made of. Oh, that Seth Rogen He's bit quacky. that he was yeah. talking about. He oh was in God. shock that you could find pornography on the internet. I'm it's like, literally made of porn. Yeah, <laughs> that's all there is. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see if. Uh, I maybe. wonder if he googled any shops of himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Top Gun is basically porn anyway. That mm. volleyball scene by itself yeah. is just straight and then, pornography. Uh, they probably finally got to see Katie Holmes nude. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that took me a second, Jason. That was a good one. <laughs> so the director of the Justice League was saying that he wanted to get, he would like to see Marky Mark as Green Lantern. What? No. What? Outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> Only if the Funky Bunch is the le- rest of the Lantern Corps. <laughs> there are some interesting choices for Green Lantern. That's all I got to say. It's, we'll see this, this train wreck happen. So, so Jeff Johns is writing it. Yeah, that's that's the one redeeming part that I'm holding the, on to. But the casting right now, I'm just <laughs> isn't that why George he left is DC? really excited about that. <laughs> Didn't he leave DC to do that? <laughs> he kind of he, oh, okay. well, he he's he's left DC in a writing. He's still kind of overseeing some stuff, but he's not writing or. I kind of I thought it was the other way around, where he was going to be creative only, like back where he kind of belongs, because he writes some of the best stories that are involved with some of those characters, and also some not as good ones. But I see, could be getting I, it wrong. See, I thought it was the other way around because okay. I was really sad that they they wasn't putting him back into a more creative role as far as the comics were concerned, because hmm. he was. That, that's some of the best DC comics out there over the last five years yeah. in Jeff Johns' work. Is the suit going to be digital again? So, this is another thing with Tom Cruise is the he, budget he has his own is glow. well. The, <laughs> the budget for that movie, you think about it. If they it's get Tom Cruise, purple. he's going to be one of the biggest name actors to do a DC movie, other than maybe Affleck. That's going to be a heavy CGI movie, so there's going to be a lot of that budget's going to have to go to the CGI. So I might say Jack Nicholson is a bigger star than Tom Cruise. Okay, recent. Whatever. (laughs) So that Batman was my favorite movie. No, watch it now. It it has not aged well. Oh, it's fine. That was so painful to watch. I watched it uh, in the theaters like three years ago, I think we did. They did a a re-showing, and oh, it was so painful to see that movie again. Well, he can't turn his head for one thing. Oh, yeah. But... (laughs) Um, oh, I hate that. When stuff doesn't Fox well. announced today that they have pulled Buffy from the Dark Horse after 20 years. Yep. Wow. Which, and they have not said who's going to get the license for that in comics from here on out. Did they list anything other than Buffy? Because Dark Horse publishes basically everything Whedonverse, like no, everything. No, that's that not does. true. No, Firefly is boom. Angel was put out by... Um, Firefly's not boom. Yeah, currently is. No. That's what the article I read said. The, okay, the that's, current That's a change then, because up to the last series that Joss Whedon's brother wrote, it was at Dark Horse. Yeah, and then uh, the Angel series was another company that did that. That had been IDW, but it went over to Dark Horse. Okay. But yeah, the, okay. I'm, I'm not sure why they agreed to yank the license. That's weird, yeah. Well, here's my theory, because you also have, correct me if I'm wrong, George, but uh, Aliens, Predator, mm-hmm. uh, Terminator, all the Fox franchises are with Dark Horse. They are, yeah. So with the acquisition and merger... Since. But this is Fox Television, not Fox Movies. The acquisition doesn't count towards television. I can't. I'm not 100 percent sure how Fox 
licenses mm-hmm. Buffy because it's been both a movie and a television series, but the comics have all been based on the television series, if I'm not... Technically, it started as a movie, so... Right, uh, but... <laughs> Dark Horse, that one that I mentioned that, uh, I think it was Jed Whedon, or either Jed or Zach Whedon, I can't remember which Whedon, but one of the brothers of Joss wrote a, a six-issue series called uh, Into the Verse, mm-hmm. and it was, it follows the movie. And it is actually a new story arc that deals with, I don't know, spoilers for the stuff that comes after the movie because that's just in the comics. But right. um, uh, but uh, the baby involved, um, oh my God, it's been a while since I've seen the show. Oh, Wash's wife, Wash leaves his wife right. with a baby right, after right. he goes and that baby gets born. And there's this whole story of them trying to rescue her from this prison encampment effectively right. and all that stuff. It's It's a cool story, but it it left me wanting more from that line. Like, I yeah, hope they would well, continue that. I did read somewhere that there is another Firefly series in the works right cool. now, comic-wise. I cool. think that was announced, like, two months ago. I'm not sure who's putting that out. Speaking of stuff that hasn't anything? aged well. Oh. No, please. <laughs> have you talked about the Buffy reboot at all yet? Yeah, we Last have. Last week we did a little bit. Okay, okay. I please, don't want to. Please add. We, we need No, yes, no. I want, an, I want more well, information. There's nothing right now. Yeah. They, right? Okay. Other than there will be a reboot. Yeah. That they have not announced any casting decisions or plot it's, ideas. I don't even think there's a script written yet. It's just. Buffy is like my, all, my ultimate. The license has been acquired. And, Somebody will yeah. do something with it. Yeah. I'm not like. I'm not hard set against it. And I know a lot of people are. I kind of want to see what it's going to be before I make a decision. Crazy, I know, but yeah. Disney yeah. announced this week that we won't be seeing X-Men in the movies until minimum 2022. Oh, my God. Wow. Which... They're letting it cool off. I well, mean, Fox kind of flushed that franchise right down the toilet. <laughs> You're not wrong. Well. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been hit and miss for me. Like, I loved um, X-Men, the, the year one, whatever, uh, oh, first class. class. Yeah. I hated the second one of that series. What did you but think of Logan? I loved Logan. Mm. Yeah. I Logan needed to be done. Yeah. I mean, it seriously, it, it, it put Hugh Jackman to bed for the character. And and honestly, I've seen rumors that since Disney's acquired it, there's a chance that he may be coming back. What? <laughs> sure. No. Uh, speaking of Hugh Jackman, I watched some Swordfish yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> now there is a movie. <laughs> You have to dominate the swordfish. Only then can you saute it. Thanks, Jim. Oh, I've honestly, I've got, I love that movie before how awful it really is. Mm, mm -hmm. No, it's it's bad. (laughs) It's very Um, bad. Tom Cruise's, Tom Cruise, same person, John Travolta. (laughs) His facial hair is my favorite part. I keep waiting for him to do the Blade 2 vampire thing and just, the two bottom halves of his jaw split oh. open and <laughs> yeah it didn't uh, happen though yeah. someday soon so uh, after the announcement of Batwoman last week uh, Ruby Rose shut down her Twitter <laughs> I blame Katie uh, that, <laughs> was, that was maybe my fault I'll, I did I'll uh, you up on that I did hit her up with it's going to be talk. a weekly occurrence <laughs> uh, some female gets cast as something then they have to shut down their social media because yeah. we're all douchebags so speak for yourself yeah. well I'm saying our Nerdum. I am a nozzle. Fans are kind of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> You're the nozzle, not the bag. Mm-hmm. All right. Have any of you been following the the movie pass debacle over the last two three weeks? <laughs> I've oh, I heard rumblings, the... but enlighten okay. us. Okay. So, for those Just that you don't know, movie pass was created last year, where for nine ninety nine you could go see unlimited movies at any theater. Then it changed to you could see one movie a day for 
30 days for $9.99. A couple months ago, they realized the theaters were like, yeah, this isn't working. They changed it to three movies in a month. That went over well. About two <laughs> weeks ago, MoviePass ran out of money, and at the very last <laughs> second, at a midnight hour, uh, Angel Investor dumped like $3 million into their account to keep them going. Why? So, over <laughs> last weekend, people started Lord. showing up at their MoviePass, and the only two movies that they could see with it was Mamma Mia 2 <coughs> and The Meg. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, everybody started canceling in droves. <laughs> oh, my God. Sunday night, people who had canceled got an automated email saying, we've canceled your cancellation and put you on an auto-renew status. <laughs> people went to try to cancel wow. again and got a network error. We cannot re- uh, do this request at this time. Wow. <laughs> so movie passes the herpes. Or- oh, it is just. Oh my then today they announced that they've now got a lineup of six movies that changes daily that you can go see one every, you know, you can get the three a month, but this this list changes almost daily. Still only three a month, though? Still only three a month for nine ninety nine. dollars Can exactly. you unenroll? Is that a possibility now? No. They claim that it was a bug in the system that caused all these re-enrollments to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An intentional bug. <laughs> An intentional bug. You have to wait until 3 a.m. You have to draw a chalk circle on the floor, light candles and a pentagram around you, sacrifice a pigeon, so, and prick your finger. So, so I did some deep diving on, on it. The, the parent company, uh, Helios and Matheson, was worth a little more than $8,000 a share last year when they split. Today, when I checked them, they were at three cents a share. Oh, <laughs> wow. Ouch. Invest now. Yeah, get in while, they, while getting's good there. <laughs> so that... Wow. I, uh, it's, and the movies, most of the movies on the list that I saw, like five out of seven of them, I'd never heard of them before. They were really small independent movies. And then, like, you could see The Meg for one day or the new Slenderman movie that's coming out. You can see that on, <laughs> oh, on Saturday only How at is there a new Slenderman movie? Seriously? <laughs> I, was, Timely. Has yeah. there already been one? There's, there's, there's been, been like, like two or three, yeah. but oh they've been lower it's budget. They're this, terrible. Is, yeah. this is a big budget thing. It's just a and it's, it's a million years yeah. old. Okay. So why is there a movie now about yeah, it? I think because the uh, the Slenderman trial for those kids just wrapped up. The, uh, the two girls that stabbed a yes. girl because of him. You'll that, have to strike while the iron is lukewarm. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say that that's because of them and not because of a fictional creature, technically. But <laughs> <laughs> so Sony announced this week that they are naming their version of the Marvel Universe. It is Sony Universe of Marvel Characters, or S-U-M-C. What? Yeah, they put some thought into that one. (laughs) Schmuck. (laughs) But, um, interesting enough, they have the rights to over 500 Marvel characters in their their, their catalog. And you've never heard of any of them. No, as a matter of fact, one of the next movies they're making is of a character called Jackpot, which I had to do some... (laughs) See? I've heard of Jackpot. I've heard of him. He's like a side Spider-Man character. Yeah, like a D-list Spider-Man character. What does he do? What's his thing? I don't know. I've heard of him. Money. It's money, right? (laughs) It was, I think at one point, they did a whole rebranding of a bunch of Spider-Man's bad guys, and they brought him back as like a lady, whatever, like, and it had, you know, it has to do, I don't know if it has to do with anything about like Mary Jane saying you just hit the jackpot tiger or whatever, but yeah. I don't know. Oh, God, Wait, Spider-Man has maybe a worse rose gallery than Batman, I think. They're, they're yeah, maybe. No, no, <laughs> no, because you think about some of the early 60s villains in Batman. The Batman's those were amazing. The, I mean, the condiment came to exist. Yeah. Heads up, chowhounds. Drop your forks and prepare to cower before the uncanny condiment king. Who is that? 
Yeah, that that's fair. <laughs> I was just thinking about Spot and how much I want a Spot movie. <laughs> I don't but know what you do with it. He had a decent power set. Yeah, I like yeah, that he, guy. He yeah, his cool costume is ridiculous. Yes, it is. Looks like a blind Dalmatian. I like the fact that <laughs> the, the more recent Batman actually tried to bring uh, Kite Man back and make him relevant as a, yes, a, a, a yeah, yeah. villain. Yeah, yeah. He, he okay, was, all right, you're right. Tom King, King played, he's, Tom King has played around with some of the most ridiculous crap, and he's made it work. Like, I don't know how he does it, but he keeps doing it. Speaking of Tom King, um, the numbers are out for this summer's sales, and... Uh, Sales were actually up about 500,000 issues for the summer, and they're contributing a large portion of that to the Bat Wedding. So, Thank congrats, you, Tom King, <laughs> yeah. even with the, the, the hate and vitriol at the end. <laughs> I, I kind of stand by the fact that the people that are reading it monthly, that have been reading it monthly, maybe weren't the ones that were the most upset. I right. mean, it's it's easier to react to DC spoiling that, hey, this wedding that we're saying is going to happen isn't happening because that's, you know, a really splashy news thing to say. I love but the like, fact that it happened in the exact same way for Marvel right. and, and nobody batted an eye. They're like, whatever. And it, <laughs> right, exactly. It, it happened like in almost the exact like, same week, right. same month. It, it, was, was, within, it was within a week of each other. The weddings, ha- or the weddings didn't happen. And everybody was like, yeah, whatever for Marvel. We don't care. Well, and as Jen so uh, poignantly said over here, uh, it's, uh, it's been good. Like Batman has been really, really good. And just the fact that there was this weird media thing that, you know, people decided to get mad about doesn't stop it from being a good comic. No, I actually started reading the jury duty part yeah. and where he came out as an atheist. Yeah, so. right. That's that crazy. Interesting. Well, he gave explanation too. He did, and <laughs> and honestly, the fact that he claimed that he worshipped the Batman more than he worshipped any god. Who who is this? Bruce Wayne. Uh, we may just talk about wow. this in more slightly in depth uh, conversation <laughs> on tomorrow's Comics Corner podcast. Hey, gotta get cut up, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no, I heard everything I need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so, like we said earlier, uh, Sarah and Brendan are here. Um, Hi. As many of you might know, they are part of the Tri-Cities Area Gaming. Tag, for short. Tag. And uh, Man After My Own Heart, a board game enthusiast. Uh, They've actually came. They're going to talk about a few things. we got a a GM workshop. Do you guys want to talk about that at all? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So every uh, third Tuesday, we come over to Adventures Underground and invite whoever wants to come and and learn how to be a better game master. Uh, We heard that there was some need to just kind of hear from from other game masters things that have worked in their games how to motivate players how to start a game up how to find new players that kind of thing and uh, that's really what the workshop's all about do you I'm going teach? to need to attend that someday yeah come on yeah, yeah. do you We're, teach more D or pathfinder or is it, there any specific dming that you guys focus on it's or? it's really just kind of neutral mm-hmm. um we have a, a broad experience adrian does a lot of pathfinder and three five um and i do a lot of like indian narrative games uh, the Apocalypse World system is, is kind of my worlds. Savage Worlds. Yeah, those are kind of my, my primary go tos right now. But it, it's really system agnostic, so we don't focus as much on the, the mechanics and the rules as much as just storytelling and communication and interaction with players and things like that. And what mm-hmm. what days were that again? Uh, it's the third Tuesday, so this this coming Tuesday, which I think the is the twenty first. Yeah, yeah. At what time? Uh, six six to seven thirty. And that'll be in our game room here downstairs at Adventures Underground. Yep, that is correct. Awesome. Yeah. Um, also. It looks like you guys will be doing the game demos on Saturdays. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. It's going to be super fun. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, we bought the um, Choose Your Own Adventure game 
which is called House of Danger. There you go, House of Danger, which is based on one of the actual old Montgomery Choose Your Own Adventure novels, and it has the same typeface and the same colors and everything. I love it so much. Um, but we got really obsessed with it and bought copies for our friends and and stuff. And we're going to demo the first chapter on Saturday at 3 p.m. And hopefully people will want to continue and buy their own copies so they can do the subsequent chapters. And we have copies in stock? Yeah, definitely. It has been selling really, really well so far, but I made sure to stock up a little bit more so we made sure to have some extra copies. Yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly what you want it to be. If you want it to be a choose your own adventure book that that plays a little bit more like a game, that is exactly what it is. That's going to be this Saturday, They don't ruin it. They really don't. It's it's really well done. Uh, Three. 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 Three? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, also, they do ConfuseCon, which, for those of you who don't know, is a board game convention here held in the Tri-Cities. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Red Lion, I yep. do believe. It yeah. Will, yeah, it'll be at the Pasco Red Lion this year. Um, instead of the Richmond Public Library, we've kind of outgrown it. Uh, but as a result, we've been able to get it for the entire weekend. So we're going to be the 1st and the 2nd of September. Uh, we're starting at 8 a.m. and we're playing through till midnight Sunday. Um, yeah. Pretty much 48 hours of just gaming. And that's... Uh, what was it? Twenty five dollars for adults. Yeah, yes. Yeah, eleven bucks for teens, and then kiddos are free with uh, with an adult. And the proceeds are going where for that? They're going to my friend's place, which is the only teen shelter in the Tri Cities. Uh, they specialize in taking care of thirteen to seventeen year olds who can't find a place to stay at the mission. So they give them a place to stay. Uh, they can stay overnight. They can have food. All they can the, actually stay for a longer term and get help finding right. jobs and finishing school and, and doing other things like yeah, that. Yeah. So they're a really wonderful organization in Kennewick and super great love them a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so all proceeds so, yeah, are going to them. We're going to have a silent auction to help raise money for that. Um, obviously, the badge sales are important, too. Um, and actually, those are memberships into TAG. Mm-hmm. So um, if you buy a badge to confuse Con, you're a member of TAG with voting rights. That's so, awesome. yeah. so is that something that you have to renew every year, or is that a member for life, or how does that work? It's a yearly membership, okay. yeah, because yeah, cool. we're going to keep putting this on every year. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then I heard that you've taken over for the Tumbleweird. You'll be doing what? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so Tumbleweird. um, I'm the editor now for Tumbleweird. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That's really cool. Um, I'm still kind of learning the ropes and figuring it all out right now, but um, I'm definitely it feels right it's it's good there are a lot of awesome submissions of like poetry and art and stories um and if anybody would like to submit anything for tumbleweird you can send it to editor at tumbleweird.org thank you (laughs) i almost said dot com um yeah and it might not make it into this coming september issue but um in subsequent issues cool yeah and i heard there's another uh zine workshop coming up for Zine. Yes. Zine. 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 Like, like magazine. It's like short for magazine. Mm-hmm. So, Corey ra- was trying to say zine too. It, <laughs> no, it's zine. <laughs> magazine. Gotta be different. Um, be so cool. Raquel, uh, yeah. like our lovely Raquel that works mm-hmm. here at Adventures Underground, um, did it, the zine workshop last weekend, I think. Last weekend? Mm-hmm. Sounds right. Um, and it went really, really well. And uh, so this, oh, actually, it's going to be after ConfuseCon, in after. the evening of yeah. ConfuseCon, if you want to come by Adventures Underground, they're going to have a pop-up shop where the creators of the zines will be showing and selling those zines. Yeah, cool. that's on the, the second. Yeah, from on the second. From, yes, five to eight. Yeah. Good memory. And then while we're talking about stuff happening uh, this weekend at the store and other events, uh, immediately preceding the demo that uh, the two of you were running, uh, Hannah will be running a, uh, I think the 
third or fourth paint and take, Reaper uh, nice. paint and take, which Ooh. is just for painting miniatures and things for people getting into that hobby. Neat. And that's, uh, you show up, uh, it starts at 10.30 right after the store opens and uh, bring a mini. I don't know what supplies are like for it, but if you want, if you have a mini that you've been wanting to paint and you want some help working on it, come I on think, down. I think the, the last post said if you've got paints and brushes, bring them. But if not, there might be enough for everybody. So. There should be enough. For, I mean, unless we have an astounding attendance, which would be awesome, uh, there should be enough supplies to go around. You have some supplies, but people should bring their own if they have them. Yeah. Basically. yeah. Okay. Or if you like using the stuff that you have at home. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We have a Do lot of minis that we never have time to paint. Yes. <laughs> Either of you have the info on the major git we got for the book signing? As far as dates? No, I don't. Unfortunately. What book signing? The, the big one? The big one? I, I don't know yet. Okay. Um, if I was downstairs, I might be able to source that information, but I don't. Do we want to say it now or say well, If we it? don't have any uh, dates yet, because it's been posted. I know that. It's, oh, do I we know. at least have another podcast <laughs> between... <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 I, should probably hold I think off. it's a month out. Yeah, let's TBD? Sure. Ooh. <laughs> so. Oh, you know what is really important that we should have said is where to buy your badges for ConfuseCon. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably good information to have. Um, yeah. Yeah. You so, say. so all badges right now you can pre-register at confusecon.com. It'll shoot us shoot you right over to our uh, our events portal. Yeah. You can get badges there, or you can get them at the door. It's going to be a little bit higher at the door. Um, yeah, a couple bucks more, I think, yeah. at the door. Because it's not automatic. We have to actually like print them out for you and do it right there. Yeah. Um, or go to tricityareagaming.org. That's another place you can go for that. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So awesome. how many games do you guys anticipate are you going to have there for people to play? Our, our library is topping about 250 right now. And that's nice. before anybody else that happens to bring anything that they want to yes. yeah, do. That's correct. Which Those they are do. Kind of the yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. They do. Yeah, so we're... we're Oh, and I think George is demoing a game there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure yet. You don't, little, if I well, say it on here, though, it's like I can hold you to yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, we talked about it. I'm planning on it. I just haven't figured out what game yet. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> oh, you tease. No, last, year, last year it was Rising Sun. Was yeah. It? Which was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of cons, uh, Gen Con happened a couple weekends ago. Um, For those of you who don't know, it's one of the world's biggest board game conventions. Uh, I think it topped out at like 45,000 people this year. Wow. Which... As much as much as I would love to, it's like the holy grail to go. I, I know. Yeah. Glad <laughs> Ratchets any social anxieties into high gear. Seriously, when yeah. I saw the the pit and everybody was just crammed in there, I'm like, mm-hmm. nope. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but anything out of that that that's you know got you. Yeah. Excited? Yeah, a couple of things. So a few years ago, a game called The Grizzled came out, which is this oh, uh, this, uh, this terrible little card game <laughs> that makes everybody sad. Uh, you're, you're, it's essentially all is quiet on the Western Front, the card game. What? Uh, you play a bunch of teenagers that go off to join World War One, thinking everything's going to be amazing. French you hope, teenager. Yes. yes. And you yeah. hope that by the end of it, uh, nobody is dead and no one is insane. And nobody can talk during this game. Right. It's, it's strategize. So yeah. you can't strategize at all during the game, no. which which I right. love because co-op games, I hate it when there's like the bully that runs the whole table and that doesn't happen in this game and I love it. Yeah, yeah. there's no alpha player in this game because there's no communicating whatsoever and it honestly, it's one of those games where everybody's just dying and dying and dying. But you want to keep playing for some reason. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's extremely like, difficult. But sounds like Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like multiplayer Team Dark Souls. Yeah, sure. Sure. But this year at Gen Con, they came out with uh, the Grizzled Armistice, which is it's the base game plus the expansion that came out last year and a nine-chapter campaign. 
So it extends the game if you want to play kind of legacy campaign style. So that looked really good. Hmm. Which we totally do. I know. We totally do. Um, let's see. And there was a Simon game you were talking about, the marble one? Yes. Mm. There's another Simon marble game called Gizmos that's coming out. Basically, there's a gumball machine that spits out marbles that lets you uh, build up a little engine of, of weird, wacky devices, and you are powering them and then creating more devices and longer devices and powering them with more marbles. It, it looks really great. Hmm. Um, Hopefully the, the contraption for the marbles works a little better than the potion explosion one did. Yeah. That was my I, only gripe about that game. You had to kind of throw and hope that it landed right. Yeah. <laughs> we ended up gluing ours together, and it worked really well. I've yeah. seen a, a few uh, do-it-yourself kits where they, they actually made a nice wooden one for those, so yeah. everything rolls nice. That would be oh. amazing. <laughs> yeah. So is it like mousetrap? Just turn the crank and snap the plank and boot the marble right down the chute. Now watch it roll and hit the pole. Knock the ball in the rubber up top. It's the man. It's another hand. The trap is set. Here comes the man. Mousetrap. I guarantee it's the craziest trap you'll ever see. I I knew you were a winner. Mousetrap from Milton Bradley. No, it's less complex than mousetrap. Oh, okay. So it's more likely to work. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out the logistics over here. I want it to be a Rube Goldberg machine, like really badly, but apparently it's, it's not. not. That, was, that so was my son's first game that he really wanted to play over and over again. And once you set it up and go through everything and then... <laughs> The machines stop halfway through, and it, uh, it. Every time he wanted to play that game, I was like, "What about Hungry Hippos? I yes. know that one works." Yeah, yeah. So I had that game as a kid, and I never understood why my parents didn't want to play it, but I totally get it now. Uh, and then the yeah. rubber band gets stretched out, and it doesn't work. The man doesn't fall in the bathtub. <laughs> Nothing works. <laughs> And then, let's see. Um, so, uh, Antoine Bauza, who created uh, oh. Seven Wonders and, mm-hmm. and a handful of other wonderful games. And Amazing Eric games. Lynn, who made Rising Sun and uh, Blood Rage yep. and, and is now the, the designer-in-chief over at CMON, have come together to design Victorian Masterminds, where everybody is playing a different Victorian villain from literature and, and you know, making evil schemes and doing wonderful things. So that looks like a lot of fun, too. Yeah. Hmm. Everyone wants to be Jack the Ripper, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, if you don't know who Antoine Bauza is, he's one of the most amazing game designers ever. I love yeah. all of his games. Is he the guy that made Takenoko as well? Yes. yes. Okay. And and Takedo. Yes. And a thousand other and games. Little yep. Prince, or Build Me a Planet, the Little Prince game. Oh, um, yes. And I don't know. what We have all of his games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there was another Eric Lang Simon game coming out that was supposed to be huge too. I can't oh, is it the Cthulhu one? Yes. Death May Die. Did you see the the bonus figure? I have been talking to the 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 salespeople for retail distribution, and <laughs> we can get that. It it's gonna be an arm and a leg, but we will be able to sell uh, well, it for the yeah, same I price. Think, that I think all in was three hundred and fifty oh, plus yeah. shipping. Uh, like the game is wow. one hundred, and the guy is two hundred and fifty. <laughs> well, yeah, one of the the minis for this. Thing is, how big is it? It's, 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 it's tall as a baby. Like, it is yeah. baby size. So yeah. the cool thing about it, other than it's a phenomenal miniature, is that the base is big enough that the final encounter that you have with the miniature takes place on the miniature. Do you have yeah. to actually punch it in the face with your own fist? Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you know, at the same time, you can do that in real life while your miniatures are actually on the base of the miniature, which is this huge. That's so it's awesome. a huge structure. Oh my god, it's so cool. I uh, just. For for those that paint miniatures, this thing get a gallon of paint ready because it yeah, was it's huge. It's, it's it's a little taller than your average lawn gnome. Yeah. So yeah. Many, at this point, can you even call it a miniature? Yeah, largeature, <laughs> bigature, maxature. So what else is going on, people? <laughs> uh, I got something. What you got? I was going to tell you how good you are with segues, but I'm I should get back. No. <laughs> <gasps> Music. 
stumble. <laughs> Ooh. Well, well, hello everyone. Hi. Uh, <laughs> we uh, just we've got a, a crash and burn right down into Comics Corner. <laughs> how's, uh, how's everybody doing here? Any, anybody else uh, get down on some fun comics this week? I did. Oh, yes? Why don't you get us started then, Donnie? So, uh, Edge of Spider-Geddon, number one, came out this week, and it starts with Punk Spider-Man, I guess you'll call him. Started in the action figure line. Yep. 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 Right? Spiky hair, Liberty Spikes? Yes. Okay, right on. And honestly, I've, I've said it before, any time a comic series goes into the alternate dimension characters, makes them different... That is the thing I love most. This scratches that need something fierce. Mm. Not only do they they bring out Spider Man, they bring out the the alternate version of Captain America. There's a alternate version of Hulk in there. It's, I saw that towards the end. Oh, it's beautiful. So I'm I'm love to see where this thing goes. Um, that's available this week. I got the variant cover edition where he's smashing a guitar. So very nice. Awesome. That's going to be a nice ball of chaos. Yes. That but good. that'll probably, by the time this wraps up, should be leading us into the uh, Edge of the Spider-Verse movie. Oh, sure. Um, six months? Yeah, we're about six months out, aren't we? That looks really, really good. Well, it, and they keep giving you a little bit more clips of who's going to be in it. it right. We've, we've talked about Nicolas Cage is doing the voice uh, of Spider-Noir. Oh, um, they've wow. announced Spider-Ham is going to be in it. Um, we've got, uh, oh, Miles Morales. Okay. Yep. Well, Playing like the main, main character. character right? Yeah. So it's that's. I think it's going to be a great movie. I can't wait to see it in theaters. Indeed. Spider Ham's in it. Yeah. <laughs> anytime, <laughs> for some reason, oh, anytime yes. they do the alternate universe where they all get together, Spider Ham is almost always one of the first people to show up. <laughs> that's fair. But, I, okay. but to be fair, he was the first alternate dimension Spider-Man ever in comics. So he's been around 30, 40 years now. You, I, yeah, you're right, aren't you? Uh huh. <laughs> Huh. Like, I didn't realize that that was where it started. Yeah, almost other past Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Any Spider-Man incarnation cartoon has had a Spider-Ham episode in it somewhere. Does it? Did Spider-Man, Spider-Ham predate the eight-armed and like the eight-arm, like six arms and two legs Spider-Man? Yes. Okay. Cool. And the only thing that's ever bugged me is he makes a lot of uh, bacon puns, bug, which bu- <laughs> bugged you, Tony. Bugged me. Okay, go on. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, for a, you know, for a pig to be making that many ham and bacon puns, yeah. it, it's a little disturbing. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. So what else we got? Uh, it's a it's a kind of a, a hodgepodge week. <laughs> um, we got a, an interesting one shot from what would this be from uh, Solo about the character that Woody Harrelson played, uh, Beckett. I'm getting that right. That was Woody Harrelson, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a single issue story. It's got it has like chapter breaks in the different bits of the uh, comic itself, but it's just telling a story about that character. If you ended up liking that movie, which precious few people ended up actually going to go see that movie, but if you were one of the few in the brave and you liked his character, <laughs> I, I did. I ended up enjoying that movie and that character. Uh, you know, I get the, uh, not too many of us it out there. It was good. Right. It, was, it was a good character. I feel bad that I have to justify it like that. <laughs> you don't really. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but yeah, so they're uh, continuing to play around with a little bit more of the side characters and a lot of those, those you know, secondary Star Wars movies. Um, <laughs> another issue of Proxima Midnight from the wonderful and crazy Pharrell Dalrymple. <laughs> Uh, just a madcap piece of wonderfully crazy art with some kind of crazy Smurf Oompa Loompa guys hanging out with a dude in a white tuxedo and a bowler hat. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I'll admit <laughs> I haven't been keeping up with this one just yet, but I really i am planning on picking up the trade because it feels I feel like this might have a little bit more cohesion when you read it in more than just yeah. a single issue at a time. 
But if you like really crazy indie art, this guy is phenomenal. He's got a bunch of graphic novels out there that you can check out in the meantime if you if you are waiting for the trade on this guy. What was the one that he did before this? It, it's all going to hurt. Yeah, yeah, that was a, a single like release thing that he just kind of recently put out too. He always has the craziest like stark covers or crazy like <laughs> insanity going yeah. on with his art. Um, we got a we got an annual for Cable and Deadpool this year. Uh, mm. It actually has a crazy awesome list of uh, artists that are kind of doing like just a few pages here at a time, like kind of doing anthology style thing, but. If you if you're yearning some for some more uh, classic Cable and Deadpool, there's a there's a big fat comic out for you this week awesome. with a cool uh, throwback cover for the variant. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I didn't bring up the variant cover, but that was a cool one. Uh, this one we got super late. I feel like it was supposed to come out a few weeks ago now, um, but we well, ended up getting shorted. Yeah. Well, they they sent out a bunch with uh, with a, a page missing. <gasps> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So we had them in store, but could not sell them because they. They screwed up on printing. So yeah. you, you guys kept a couple of those, right? Uh, uh, not be worth something. No, <laughs> sure, Jason. Yeah, sure. We'll make a mint. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that comic is uh, Marvel's Rising. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well actually tell the people what we're talking about. Marvel's Rising. Uh, it's, and it's uh, Ms. Marvel and Squirrel Girl uh, teaming up. Which I thought they were going to make into a, a series. On I thought it was too. But they just did like six uh, five-minute shorts oh. in preparation for like a, a a movie that they're making. Actually, it's a cartoon oh. coming out soon. I actually saw the, the trailer for it hmm. with Miss Marvel, um, Squirrel Girl, uh, Young Sunspot. I think there's like six characters in it. Yeah, there were a few others yeah, that yeah. showed Patriot, up in the uh, America. Yeah. Did you already say that one? No. no. Yeah. Yeah. America's in there. Yeah. Shows they're all level sixty characters in some video game that they're playing. Right. <laughs> hanging out. It looks like a cute show. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've been jonesing for some more Disney XD style cartoons. So. Nice. Uh, we got Infinity Wars number two, which uh, is a crazy ball of chaos so far. Um, we may I may get into a little bit of premise story spoilery stuff on the podcast tomorrow. Nothing crazy, just kind of like if you uh, if you were curious if it was something that you were interested in. Uh, if you if you like the movie, they're not they're obviously kind of playing around <laughs> with uh, similar elements with Thanos being around and all the the gems trying to be collected by some some crazy cosmic bad guy uh, that in the first issue you have no idea who it is. Um, but Until I, the end of the first issue. Well, yeah. So I, I guess we'd just be spoiling it for people who haven't read number one yet. But, but yeah, I don't know. What did you read it, Travis? I didn't read it, but I, I flipped through it when it came in. Okay, I read it. It was it was pretty good. Uh, I've been liking it so far. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, Jerry Dugan and Mike Deodato. Who Mike Deodato was probably their most commonly uh, sought after artist for like events. Um, he did uh, Original Sin with Jason Aaron a few years ago, and he's been on heavy team books pretty much consistently for his entire career at Marvel. Uh, but yeah, great art. It's great for event stuff. Speaking of, of the Infinity War stuff, if you get a chance, watch Honest Trailers of the Infinity War. The funniest Honest Trailers I think I've seen ever. <laughs> That's high okay. praise. It was, oh, I was rolling last night. There, okay. was, there was a comment about Spider-Man and Venom that I, I actually spit up milk. It was so good. <laughs> awesome. Uh, on to uh, another one that we'll probably go into a bit of a deeper dive because there was a there's some pretty crazy stuff that got uh, thrown around just concept wise in this week's issue of Batman. Uh, Fifty three, 
Continuing jury duty. Woo! Which I, I feel for you, buddy. I have gotten my summons. <laughs> did you? So you haven't had to go in yet? No, not yet. It's in September, so ah, you got a little bit of time. Hey, you have a valid excuse now. You can tell them you're in the media. Oh, can I do that? Yeah, that's <gasps> straight out. Oh, hopefully it's Thursday. <laughs> nice. Well, it doesn't okay. matter. It doesn't oh. matter just because you could report on it. Exactly. Oh. Get oh, out of jail awesome. free card. Woo. Okay, cool. Thank you, guys. That's uh, a good tip. That is now in my pocket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the, it's been uh, it's been crazy. There's a whole bunch of like philosophical problems that Bruce Wayne has uh, with um, uh, you know calling a bad guy that Batman caught uh, guilty, and a lot of that has to do with him uh, having just gotten stood up at the altar. I think. Aww. So you know that is what it is. But it's been it's been I've been really liking it. It continues to do that weird human thing that Tom King is doing with Batman that so few people actually concentrate on for any length of time. <laughs> Weird but, human thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like, he's... Yeah, born, how many he, issues can you do of Batman without Batman being oh, in costume? He's you know? humanizing. Okay. He's, yeah, yeah, sorry. I that, <laughs> no, I just wasn't quite sure the, what you meant. The human meant. condition thing. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> sorry, I didn't explain no, that's, that very okay. well. We don't get a lot of just Bruce Wayne time in most of the comics. Okay, so. right. that's fair. And he, whereas in this run, he spends arguably more time as Bruce Wayne in certain story arcs. Um, all right, last few to, to rattle off here. Um, uh... We've got The Wicked and Divine, which is really getting out there as far as the story goes, like 38 issues in, and there's just some crazy stuff, especially when there was a story about uh, these reincarnated gods that could only live for two years. Yeah, um, something like that. It's, yeah, I, it's, I and after that, they end up, you know, you know, burning bright like a flame and then, then extinguishing at the end of those two years. And uh, I'll be honest, I don't actually know how far in the timeline they are, so I'm curious if they're starting to get towards an endgame of some sort. Well, I mean, so I have... a the collected mm-hmm. thing yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know how much is going to be spoiler or not but there's definitely someone that you think is helping them that ends up being part of the reason why they die oh <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about okay <laughs> <laughs> and I just punched my mic yes uh, <laughs> was very your exciting lesson, George no more punching things <laughs> he, got, he got really excited I did yeah <laughs> I, but at the same time I was like no I know what you t- I know what you mean yeah that's that's got to be only like halfway through where they're at by this point I think it's gotta be because it was kind of a long time ago that I finished that one same I hear you yeah Um, so yeah it's just been a phenomenal comic by uh, a team of British people that if you ever get the chance to hear them in conversation are just as British as you can really be (laughs) Um, Karen Gillan and Jamie McKelvey for those who are curious Um, and then uh, last couple of them we have Weatherman number three which has started off just really really good um, I will read this one before we have our podcast tomorrow, but uh, haven't read it quite yet. I do that too. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> and we, and we have confirmation that it is a it is continuing to be as awesome as the first two were. Um, and last little shout out to the Hellboy universe because I have to. Uh, we have <laughs> the, the penultimate issue uh, of Witchfinder: The Gates of Heaven, and it's got this crazy dragon thing on the cover, smashing Big Ben. Uh, so if that seems interesting to you. Uh, there are probably not the best issue to start on, uh, four out of five, <laughs> but uh, it's a great series that kind of goes into the uh, more Victorian era of Hellboy's world, which is basically our world, but with crazier fantastical stuff happening all the time. So yeah. Has anybody else heard anything about the Hellboy movie recently? They've kind of gone radio silent. It's, I mean, they're, uh, it's coming out in February, um, so they're at the point where I think they're not trying to do the media blast of trailers and things that get everybody tired yeah, of it by the time it comes than, out. Other than the uh, the screen test or what's his face in the costume, mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything since then. We, I mean, we're still like six months out, six 
yeah, six months out from when it comes out, I, I'm actually kind of appreciative of not having the constant barrage right. of news and whatnot. But, it, I mean, it's, it's happening. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just I think they're waiting until a little bit closer to, like, holiday season to start. Oh, that's good. I'm, just, I'm, I'm worried that it's taken, like, the Dark Phoenix route where they're just... <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's the movie's been made. I think I think earlier or later last year, maybe earlier this year. I'm pretty sure it is. Nice. I think they're just giving it a little bit of room since this year's movie release schedule has been insanity. Yeah. So one other item that uh, George reminded me of: um, John Favreau's Star Wars TV show. Oh. They're actually going to do episodes based on the Mandalorian planet for the first time ever, which will be interesting. Nice, because we've yet to explore that in any universe. Um, one of the scrapped movies for the Star Wars was actually going to be set on Tatooine, and so we're never going to go back there again. Apparently, <laughs> so, well, that would wouldn't that have been the uh, the, the Obi Wan the Ben movie? Probably it, okay. it, it would have made sense if it was the Obi Wan movie. But see that statement from uh, Ewan McGregor where he's like, "I go to them every day, basically, and say, make the movie, please. I'll be in the movie." <laughs> yeah, right. So. <laughs> he's getting he's getting old enough where he could start to be a young Alec Guinness. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quick uh, respect for lost uh, celebrity today. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's true. Actually, two we lost this week. Um, one of my favorite wrestlers from the Attitude Era, uh, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, passed away Monday. Um, hit his head at home, and we lost him. Oh. Then Thursday, I guess we uh, we lost Aretha Franklin. The same day that the King died. So we lost the, the Queen of Soul and the King of Rock on the same day. So, um, On that downer note, um, when <laughs> is your guys' uh, podcast come out? Let's do a quick plug for that. I, uh, I, I jumped the gun and said a date last time, but what are we thinking, Jason, for release of yeah. Comics Corner? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to record it tomorrow. Yeah, and probably then Saturday release again. Saturday release. Yeah, so we're going to so try and get it up to the Friday, but uh, right now that's not working time-wise. So uh, we'll... We'll, we'll tinker with it. I, uh, I, I gave it a listen, and I feel like the first episode actually came out pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I liked it. You guys are... Uh, it, it's, it did what we wanted it to do. Yeah. We got to talk about comics for a little longer than we do on this one, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is nice. Keep doing it. Yeah, We, we will. <laughs> well, the only other bit of news I saw this week that had me excited is they've turned in a final script for the Metal Gear Solid movie. Oh, oh cool. Awesome. Which I've been waiting for decades. Well, yeah, decades now. For it to come out, so I can't wait. Is there uh, is there confidence in the people that are like writing it and producing it? Yes, there's actually a director attached this time. I can't think of his name um, or anything he's directed. <laughs> Although I did recognize it when I uh, read through the article, but I'm just excited about it. it they guarantee they're not going to do um, Kojima levels of weird, but even if they do a little bit, I just hope it's not a crappy. James Bond, Mission Impossible sort of thing. Yeah, because that kind of debases what Metal Gear really is yeah. about. Got to be a little zany. Mm-hmm. Well, we have some birthdays this week. <laughs> Transition smoothly into that. Uh, we want to wish Julie Newmar, happy 85th. Oh. Uh, James Cameron, 64. Madonna, 60. Timothy Hutton, 58. Steve Carell turns 50. And Robert De Niro is 75. We also want to wish a special birthday to friend of the podcast, Nat Signs, who did our... uh, Yeah, exactly. Tri-Fi Film Festival. There you go. We did a (laughs) podcast from there last year. Very nice. Happy birthday, Nat. Happy birthday, Nat. Yeah, Yeah. Nat's awesome. Nice. So we actually have our tag board meeting downstairs. 
that we're already late for, so we have to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for filling in. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for having us much. on. Yeah. And again, uh, ConfusedCon is going to be September 1st and 2nd. Yeah. Um, sign up and get over there. Awesome. Thanks, thank folks. You. Thank you, guys. Woo-hoo. Bye. Have fun storming the castle, as Travis always tells me when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got anything else, or...? Any idiot news, maybe? I, I have the best comic book news that you can ever have. <sighs> Starting in uh, the, the early part of October, there's going to be a, uh, a miniseries starring Shatterstar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> because we, we all wanted it, right? <laughs> yes, the storyline you've been clamoring for. <laughs> cool. Yep. Shatterstar? Shatterstar. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Shatterstar fan out there that's kind of mad at us right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> you jerks. We've been recording almost an hour, and you just brought this out. Yeah. Way to yeah. bury the lead. So there was, did you see the, the new X-Men cover? It had the Storm and Kitty and Jean Grey on the center, and then every, it's... Like Extermination? Out. Yeah, it's whatever new series is coming out here. Like an event thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So he's in one of the corners because they actually broke down each panel of who okay. everybody was and I had no clue that was Shatterstar they're drawing him so poorly now but Dazzler's back yep. and Dazzler had her own rockin' cover that looked not dissimilar to this with her in the glam kind of uh, the, the spider getting covered with the uh, punk rock Spider-Man is the one I was referencing that was one of the things I was kind of sad about with the Deadpool movie was they didn't do anything power-wise with Shattered Star. We didn't get to see anything happen other than... Uh, we got to see just as about as much as I wanted to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I think they handled the character beautifully, Travis. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Anything from the Mojoverse. <laughs> <laughs> just some of the highest quality, Le- top leave, tier. Leave, now, it, leave it there. Terry <laughs> Crews' character actually survived, though, right? So he could actually come back for the X-Force movie he didn't survive yeah i thought he did uh, they did they do the That's wishful thinking yeah didn't they come back and fix everything oh, except, for, uh, whatever. except for whatever except for shatterstar i'm just gonna leave that one alone <laughs> and i feel like we've shatterstarred the bed at this point yeah, so let's much. start wrapping this up uh, jason thanks for being jason appreciate you donnie thank you <laughs> travis jen thank you yeah thanks. ian Donnie. Ian. Donnie. George. Hey. Hey, Corey. We miss you. And with that, folks. Stop eating bees. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we are out of here. Nothing can kill the grouse. Nothing can kill the grouse. You've been listening to AU Radio. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio is a production of Adventures Underground and G-Wiz Multimedia Productions. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. storm in the castle. Think it'll work? It would take a miracle. Bye-bye.